1: Fatherhood and the fatherhood crisis in this country. We'll talk about that. What's going on at the Vatican? All that and more coming up tonight on I'm um Right. Let's talk about a couple uncomfortable things. All right. We have to have uncomfortable conversations from time to time, do we not? Those are oftentimes the most beneficial conversations. Let's talk about something... Awful, Absolutely awful. Suicide. Numbers are out. They've been out for a couple weeks now, but suicides in America through the roof. In 2022, almost 50,000 people took their own lives. Men taking their lives four times as much as women. So we have a serious, serious male suicide problem in this country. And I know that right about now is the time where I'm supposed to dissect this problem and tell you it's all their fault and it's their fault and it's this fault and it's this fault. I don't want to oversimplify something as horrific as suicide. Suicide is one of those things that has touched everyone's life in one way or another. You know somebody, somebody who's been affected by it. Friend, God forbid, family member, spouse, child, parent, grandparent. Everyone has... Everyone's had this awful thing visit their lives. So I'm not going to go into the hows and the whys and all the things like that. I am going to say this, though. This is the only life you have. Every time I've experienced this in my life, every time there's been some kind of a suicide, the devastation left behind is just unimaginable. And I'm not naive. I, I know enough about it, sadly, to know that people, and maybe this is you right now, that people get themselves in a place mentally, and oftentimes this is chemical and other things, but they'll get themselves in a place mentally where they know it's bad. They know that suicide is bad. And sure, people will be sad, but in the end, they'll be better off when I'm gone. I've seen a young mother do this, young mother, two young children, husband who loved her for that reason. They'll be better off when I'm gone. They were not better off. The devastation you will leave behind is unimaginable. Stay with us, all right? I promise you're going to die one day. You don't have to hit fast forward. Stay with us. You need help, suicide help, depression help, substance abuse help, oftentimes those things go together. Reach out and ask for it. No shame in asking. The shame comes with taking your own life. No shame in getting some help, all right? Heal. And get some help, and maybe get your butt to church. I, I, I'm not preaching at you. I'm not preaching at you. Maybe go to church this Sunday if you're hurting. See if you hear something that's appealing to you. And speaking of the church, let's let's talk about this for a moment. We're going to get off this suicide stuff. We're going to talk about this. There's a problem going on in America right now, and it's it's a huge problem. And the problem is this. There's a culture war happening, a vicious, committed culture war. And only one side seems to realize this culture war is happening right now. Here in the United States of America, there is a war on Christianity happening as we speak in this country. It is everywhere you look. There's a reason I call this country the U.S. of gay. I'm not just saying that to be glib. But why, why do we call it that? Well, here's what you should understand. And again, I, I don't. I'm not telling you what to believe. I don't care what your personal beliefs are, but you must understand this point. Whether it is a tiny tribe in the in the in the wilds of Australia or a gigantic nation like ours, nations have religions. They always have. And they always will, because man is made to worship something. Nations have religions. Now, why do nations come up with a religion? Let's let's do the tiny tribe. What is that tiny tribe in the Australian outback? Why do they have a religion? A belief system of some kind. We worship this. We worship that. This is how we worship. This is how we sacrifice. Why do they do that? Well, it helps man explain his place in the world, and it helps them form a civil society. You see, whether or not you have one is not important, but the religion of any society, whether you're in Saudi Arabia, Israel, America, or the Australian outback, every part of the society, every single part of it, orbits around the religion. The religion is the sun in the society. The laws you have in your nation, most likely America, but wherever you're watching me right now and I'm right, the laws you have, where they come up with all those, most of those were based off of the religion. You'll see your religion, the religion of your state, you'll see it placed everywhere. You'll see it in entertainment. You'll see it in government buildings. That's why we used to have the Ten Commandments in our government buildings. Now we have pride flags. And there's something else you really, 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 really need to understand about religions. Some of them, many of them, don't share they don't share space look if you go to Saudi Arabia I don't have anything against Saudi Arabia but uh, go ahead and try to open up a church in Mecca you're not even allowed in Mecca unless you're a card-carrying Muslim some religions don't share now it's important to understand we have a new national religion in this country and they don't share and they're not going to, they've declared war. Whether your lily-livered pastor on Sunday has acknowledged this or not is unimportant. Whether you want this to be true or not is unimportant. It is true. Why do you think, why do you think the pride flags not only hang from the churches sometimes now, but the TV cameras make sure they capture them. Did you see this on Al, uh, from Al Roker on the Thanksgiving Day Parade? Al Roker stands in front of a church, of course, speaks to the president, standing in front of a church, of course, very, very American. But did you catch the little tidbit? Big old freaking tranny flag hanging from in front of the church. Why would they do that when there's all kinds of other buildings where you could wave your tranny flag? Because they're busy conquering the current religion. The U.S. of gay has a religion, and it does not suffer other religions at all. See, Disney has a new Christmas movie. Again, the national religion, your national religion, it will be woven into entertainment as well. You ever see the old Charlie Brown movie when they're out there reading Bible verses? The new Disney movie has a boy calls another man a hottie. Yes, those are the new Christmas movies out there you can watch now. You walk into Target, you can buy a gay nutcracker or a black handicapped santa oh i'm sorry roller santa he's in a wheelchair you want to see the new or the assistant head of the hhs this is the assistant head of the hhs a four-star admiral i might point out
2: what would you say to folks who think that they're being reasonable by saying why can't children just wait till they're 18
0: the adolescence is hard and puberty is hard what if you're going through the wrong puberty what if you inside feel that you are female, but now you're going through a male puberty?
1: The Okay, that freak has a position of power in this country. Now, let's talk about this. Maybe you're sitting there saying right now, Jesse, come on. Okay, so there's a bunch of freaks out there, but they haven't declared war on Christians or Christianity. Of course not. Okay. You see the latest and greatest about foster care? From the Department of Health and Human Services, they have demands, you see. If you're a Christian family wanting to foster children who certainly need your help, need your care, need your guidance, you must affirm sex changes in children. Open warfare has been declared on Christianity in this nation, and it's happening from top to bottom. And maybe the worst part about it is it is the kids who are already suffering and will continue to suffer because evil demons like this woman, well, here she is.
3: Gay baby, it's a gay baby, gay baby, gay, gay, gay. Please be gay. (laughs) Ugh! Okay, be what you want to be, but be gay. Okay. Thank you
1: Evil demonic and Look, it's not just the parents at home Of course Aiden Jaden and Braden as you drop them off in the government schools in the 1960s They would have stood up said the pledge of allegiance and walked by a plaque with the ten commandments on it today This is what they get here in the U.S. of gay.
2: One of my favorite teachable moments I've had as an educator came from students disrespecting pronouns. I take every single student at face value and I just immediately respect whatever they say. And I will call them that name and pronouns as long as they let me. So, the kid who's chuckling and going, uh, he, him, and I want to go by T-Rex. He's T-Rex for the rest of the year. One of two things happens when I do this. One, usually, is what happens, which is, at some point, it starts following them to their other classes, and it actually starts being a joke against them. They find that they they don't have control over this nickname anymore, and so they just ask me, you know, actually, can can I just go by Tyler, he, him? And I say, yes, of course, and the nickname fizzles, and they learn to just not make the joke. They aren't better people, but I take it as a win. The second one is much rarer, but is my favorite. It's happened twice. They start to really like the nickname. They like being T-Rex. It makes them feel special.
1: She enjoys taking children who reject this idiocy and making sure they're subjected to communist struggle sessions, scorn at school, until the child is so broken and humiliated, he finally bends the knee to her sick religion. And you can't get half the pastors in the United States of America to step up and speak bold, uncomfortable truths to their congregation about what's coming for the flock. The war isn't coming, it's here. The FBI is either already in your church or they're coming for your church. They're going to use all this hate crime legislation as an excuse to attack every single part of your belief system because here in the US of gay, we don't have second religions that are allowed. It's time for America's feminized Christianity to set that aside, stop turning the other freaking cheek and step up and start fighting back. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I am right. Speaking of the church, you see what's happening at the freaking Vatican? You know, We'll talk about that and many other things still to come on the show. Before we get to that, let's get to this. Tax season is upon us. I'm sure you all know. I had a talk with the accountant this morning. Uh, Trust me, I know tax season is upon us. Ah, You owe this, you owe that. Look, do you owe? Did you miss a year? You miss five? You screw up? Whatever the case may be. If you're behind, you're underwater, you owe $10,000 or more, don't sit and fight the IRS on your own. They're made to come after you, to win that fight. Get a professional standing beside you, fighting for you. That's what Tax Network USA does. They come alongside you, and they fight that fight, and they win that fight, and they've been winning that fight for normal people for a long time. Don't sit and stress that you're, oh, but I did this, or I really messed up on this. and I understand. They've heard it all. Let them fight for you, all right? TaxNetworkUSA.com slash Jesse. That's where you go to sign up. TaxNetworkUSA.com slash Jesse.
0: We'll be back.
3: LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
1: I keep hearing that a lot of people are still on the fence about owning gold and silver. Have we already forgotten about the bank closures, inflation, global instability, World War III that sadly may be coming? Look what's going on at the vatican now i'm not a catholic so i can't speak about the internals of catholicism and the pope and whatnot but i do know the cardinal a cardinal is a big deal and the pope just kicked one out raymond burke is his name kicked him out of his apartment and took his salary away why well he criticized the pope and his love of all the lgbtq stuff i'm so confused by now joining me now my buddy mike slater of course host of the Politics by Faith podcast. All right, Mike, okay, I, I'm unfamiliar with Catholicism. I mean, I get the high points, I understand that, but I'm not a Catholic, so I don't want to butcher someone else's belief system. But the Pope versus a Cardinal, he's kicking a Cardinal out. I didn't even know Cardinals had apartments. I figured they'd have houses or something. What's going on over there?
4: Yeah, yeah, so I, I too, am not going to speak on behalf of the Catholic Church. I am not one of those either. Uh, but there's a couple principles that we can... Apply here. First of all, it's the second law of thermodynamics uh, that over time, unless acted upon by an outside force, things naturally break down and erode. Now, the benefit of having the Word of God is that it's all my Bible's over there. I can't grab it, but it's all right here. You just keep this central, and you'll be fine. You don't have to worry about any any uh, erosion taking place. You just keep holding up that right there on the screen, that Word of God, and you should be fine. So that's the first thing. If you're not keeping the Bible central, then that stuff's going to happen. Also, just something broader in our culture, and this is all throughout the book of Judges, and it's one of the most relevant scriptures today, is that the Israelites, they kept doing what was right in their own eyes, and everything went horribly, and we are doing the same thing today. We are making it up as we go along. We've thrown away thousands of years of ancient wisdom, and we think we can just wing it, and we'll figure it out, and we'll reinvent the wheel, and everything will go great now. And everything's going horribly in <laughs> like every single metric possible. I wanna give the New York Times a, a bit of credit, Jesse, here. The other day they ran a, a nice um, article about how uh, we're calling everything about life a disease. Everything's a syndrome, everything's a disease, we're over-medicating our kids in particular, we're just giving them pills for every problem in life, and no one can cope with anything, and this is a, a bad thing. And it was good that they did that, and that they highlighted this. And they talked about these school programs that they're instilling to try to improve children's mental health. And just like every other government program, they did the opposite of what they intended. Kids have more anxiety, more depression. Uh, They're worse at handling their emotions. They have worse relationships with their parents. And the article never got to the reason why, but the reason why is first, we got rid of all the ancient literature and classic texts from our schools, right? These were important things so that kids knew that these emotions and the things they're dealing with are not new. People have dealt with them for, for thousands of years, hundreds of years for all of life. This is nothing new in life and you too can overcome it just like this person in this story hundreds of years ago. So like that's really, really important and we took that away. And then also, of course, we've taken God out of every aspect of our culture and what's that uh what's the Chesterton law? the gk chesterton line it's like uh if you don't believe in god it's not that you don't believe in anything it's that you'll fall for anything and we have fallen for all this new stance nonsense all this new social emotional learning all this restorative justice all this wrong stuff and we've screwed up now generations of kids and we've thrown away the ancient wisdom and part of that and i'll wrap up here jesse is we've thrown away the concept of the soul And that's what the Bible is really all about. It's about the soul. So we've taken kids, we've stripped away their purpose, we've stripped away morality, we've confused them about everything all the way down to gender. We've told them they're victims. We've we've told them that any discomfort you have in your life is some sort of like disease you have. And we've turned this generation of people into just broken men. So to bring it back to the Catholic churches, we're so confused. We're so messed up that when the, even the Catholic Church is like, "Well, you know, maybe the gays, maybe that's not a problem. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, some homosexuality in church isn't a big deal." And one of the cardinals stood up and is like, uh, "No, let's go back to this ancient text. Let's go back to our guiding light, God's word. Here's what it says." And he is the bad guy. He gets in trouble. He gets scolded. And that's what happens to the truth tellers in a messed up world. And that's what happens to the truth tellers when we live in a world where everyone does what is right in their own eyes as opposed to focusing on only the truth. That's my rant.
1: Mike, I want you to rant again on something we talked about on this show before, and I have since taken that, and I have acted like I came up with it myself. Talk about the great flattening. The fl- you were talking about, fl- I was thinking about this just now when you were talking about young people and how we've taken away their purpose. I love, I love this concept when you talk about it because it's so true.
4: Yeah, so I believe, and, I, and it was funny because a bunch of people uh, texted me when they heard you mention this on, uh, on your radio show the other day. So,
1: if I'm remembering I did give you credit, I shouldn't have, but I did. You did? Everyone said, Jesse
4: said, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember we talked about. It. So, if I believe the idea with the flattening was there, there's a couple concepts of it, but I think the one that you were referring to at this time was that there, um, I think it was talking with men and women specifically, and that there's different ideas, like there are ideals of masculinity and there's ideals of femininity. And we need to just destroy all of that and make everyone the same. There's no more masculinity, there's no more femininity. We need men to be more like women and more, women to be more like men. And obviously there could be no more greatness. There could be no more excellence. That's unfair, that's not right. We need to, de- to tear everyone down and just make everyone this average mean. There's this book, it's a short story. It'll hit me in a second. And it's, it's about this dystopian future it's like 200 years from now, and they passed the 250th Amendment. And it's the idea is that it has to be, everything has to be the same. So if you're really smart, you have to wear this helmet that, that plays a loud noise in your ear so you can't think properly. And if you're beautiful, you have to wear this ugly mask so that you can never be judged uh, uh, for your beauty. Uh, if you're talented, you have, uh, and you can like, jump high, you have to wear these weights on your body so you're not able to jump higher than anyone else. And this is like the ultimate dystopian future where everyone is, quote unquote, the same. And obviously it's horrific and horrible, and in the end they rip off the masks and they, they become... Uh, you know, their, 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 their true lives. But that's not what the elite want for us. They want us to be flat. They want us to be the same. They don't want any cultural or national distinctions either. This is why they're globalists. They don't want Ireland to be full of Irish people, right? They don't want Brit, uh, England to be a British country anymore. Uh, they don't want America to be a, for Americans. They want us all to be the same. So we gotta get rid of all distinctions in every way, whether that's for individuals, genders, uh, abilities, or even countries. It's the great flattening across all realms of life.
1: Why won't the Christian church, not all of it obviously, but in America, the Christian church, why will they not engage with the enemy right now. The enemy has declared open war on Christianity. The United States government has in every possible way. The FBI is already in the church. If not, they're coming already. We have pride flags all over the freaking place. Foster parents now have to affirm their kid's gender to do it. That's a direct assault on Christianity. And yet the American Christian church still thinks what, Mike? Do they think that... Just God will come in and just magically save it all. We don't have to actually do anything. We don't have to be the hands and feet. Is that what the American Christian Church believes?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to be nice. It's the greatest virtue of all yeah. in our area yeah. is to be nice. Yeah, yeah. Secret sensitive. Yeah. Secret sensitive movement. I know you don't subscribe to that, Jesse. Uh, the secret sensitive movement, where the highest goal of churches is to get as many people as possible in the building. You gotta be entertaining. You gotta be happy, happy, joy, joy. Everything's gotta be great and wonderful and you can't tell anyone what is true. You just wanna tell people what they want to hear because we gotta get more people in the church because we're really just running a business, not an actual ministry. Uh, If your church is telling you only what you wanna hear and not uh, causing you um, uh, to feel convicted, if you don't feel convicted by your sin every single Sunday at church, might I suggest you're not going to a church. <laughs> you're going to uh, a mere social club. Uh, we need churches that cater to the sheep inside the church buildings. And that's the only way we're going to get our country back, is if uh, the, the sheep start waking up.
1: Mike, let's talk about Gavin Newsom for a minute, because you do have this special coming. And this is somebody who, uh, it frightens me, to be honest with you. This is a, This is a bad human being but bad with talent, and that's what scares me the most. He's not bad and stupid. This is a cunning individual, and it's not good, Mike.
4: Yeah, so I I did not mean to do this, but on the special, I said Gavin Newsom is uh, ambitious. He's uh, uh, slick, right? He's ambitious. As you said, he's got a lot of talent, uh, is extremely competent in what he does. Uh, and he's also got a horrible God complex. Uh, so you add those three things together and that describes the devil, right? I, I'm not calling him the devil, don't get me wrong, but I'm saying those are three attributes of the devil. He's like incredibly ambitious, w- unbelievably charismatic, right? People think that the devil is like red with the horns and the, the thing. That's not what the, the devil is. The angel of light. The devil's the most handsome person you could ever imagine, right? So that's Gavin Newsom. He's handsome, charismatic, uh, super ambitious, does not care what he does in order to keep his power. Uh, and he has a God complex. He thinks he's the greatest person to ever walk the face of the earth. Wildly narcissistic. Put those three things together, and that is a very, very dangerous combination. Uh, I, will, I was in California I was in California for 12 years until we just moved a couple months ago to Tennessee. Um, we were there when he shut down all the schools, when he forced vaccines into the arms of children, when he masked all the kids up, except for his kids. They went to a private school. Uh, they never missed a day of school. Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a bad person, uh, and the country needs to watch out. But to your point, he's very, very slick, very good at what he does. And at the debate tomorrow uh, with DeSantis, he's gonna wipe the floor with DeSantis. And no I'm a big, huge DeSantis fan. I, I don't mean to be mean of DeSantis. I'm just trying to emphasize how good Gavin Newsom is at what he does, and he, he's, he does wicked things but he's very, very good at them. I mean, need the whole country to wake up. I think people, conservatives, we like look at California and we dismiss it. Look how charismatic he is here. Biden wasn't in town at that this time. So this is this is Newsom just walking through the White House as if he owns the joint already, right? Shirt, uh, jacket off, sleeves rolled up. Oh, just strolling about through the White House. You know, eventually he wants to be there more than anything. Anyway. Um, People dismiss California because it's so horrible and homelessness and crime and whatever. So I think people dismiss the governor like, oh, he's some idiot, right? No, 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 no. He might be in many ways, but he is good. And he, if he gets the opportunity, he will convince a lot of people uh, that he's the guy for the country. And I just warn everyone that he is not.
1: He is Mike Slater. Go download his podcast, Politics by Faith. You'll learn something. Go watch his special. I appreciate you very much, Mike. Got to watch out for that Newsome character, brother. All right. Are you making preparations? Basic preparations for a future that is probably uglier than the past we have known. You know, the next 40, 50 years will look nothing like the last 40, 50 years, because you see how fast everything's happening now. I know you see it. These people regularly, the people who run things, attack our food supply and announce their intention to attack it more. Do I need to play you that John Kerry cut again, blaming agriculture for climate change, of course? Make sure you have an emergency food kit, an emergency food supply of some kind. Maybe you already have three months' worth of non-perishable food. If if that's the case, that's fine. If not, most people do not. Everyone in your home needs three months' worth of non-perishable food, and My Patriot Supply, they have three-month food kits, prepped, ready to go, ready to send. Get one of those, please. Everyone in your home. If you got four people in there, get four of them. It's just you, just get one. You don't have to go crazy, but get something. Prepare with jessikelly.com is where you go. Prepare
0: with jessikelly.com. All right? We'll be back.
1: I keep hearing that a lot of people are still on the fence about owning gold and silver. Have we already forgotten about the bank closures, inflation, global instability, world war three that sadly may be coming. Look, now for an exclusive ten percent discount. That's byrna dot slash Jesse. You don't have to look far to find terrible headlines involving kids today, and, it, and it's awful. It's just the past couple weeks, I just wrote down a couple here. Fifteen year old was killed by a younger student in a North Carolina high school in a fight. Just a fight turned into a big mob thing with the knife and everything else. in New York, an NYPD officer was attacked for telling a bunch of college kids essentially to put out a cigarette. Here in Houston there were, uh, someone was shot. That's not uncommon here in Houston. I haven't even I, I could talk about Chicago. I get, across the nation, kids are getting uglier, more violent. What in the world's happening? Joining me now, host of the Alex, Alex Lace Show. Alex Lace. Alex, okay, every time I see one of these videos, man, I don't think about politics. I don't think about religion or skin color or any of these other things. Every time I see one of these, brother, I think, man, where are the dads out there?
5: I see a bunch of kids with no dads losing their friggin' minds. Yeah, Jesse, you're 100% right. It all starts in the home, let's be honest. And we try to change all these different, you know, political positions. We try to throw money at these neighborhoods where you're seeing all this crime and stuff, but it all comes from not having a father in the home. Our nuclear families have broken down. And I'll tell you this, when you have a society that is godless, plus fatherless, plus lawless, it equals hopeless. And that's what we're seeing right now in these cities all across America, man. You have no God in the society, in the schools. You have no father in the home and you have no law on the street. What do you think is going to happen? This is what, what is to be expected. And you see it, it does go. And if you want to look at the FBI numbers and you look at it by race, violent crimes that are committed, it goes black, Hispanic, white, and then Asian at the bottom. And that correlates with the fatherless households. Number one is black, then Hispanic, then white, and then Asian. So as you have father, yeah, you have the chart right there. And that's uh, interracial crimes as well. It all correlates. It's This isn't like a, a big puzzle here or a mystery to find out why we're at this point. It's because we don't have dads in the home and our nuclear family secured.
1: Okay, Alec, break that down for me as you do. Why does that turn a child violent? Or I shouldn't say turn a child violent. Why is it more likely that a child turns violent, does crazy things when dad is not there? Why does a 15-year-old boy with the father, why does he conduct himself normally in a normal society and the other one just kind of sprays out there and God only knows where he's going to land?
5: You know, from interviewing so many different like NYPD sergeants and uh, and different wardens of prisons, when when a kid has no father in the home, one of the major aspects that the father brings is that discipline portion of it. Even I have four kids, three boys and a girl. I'm far more different with my discipline with my boys than I am with my daughter. The boys need that discipline structure to come from a male, even if it's not the biological father, a stepfather, uh, a father figure in their life to give them that sort of discipline. When they don't have it, their first form of discipline is out in the street when they run into a cop maybe when they run into their teacher that's a that, that's a male teacher they, they rebel against that they don't know how to handle discipline they don't they don't have the tools uh, uh, equipped to handle that kind of discipline and then they, they they act out they lash out against it and that's why having a father in the home just for that discipline portion I know for myself Jesse growing up if I got myself into, into trouble out on the street I would rather the cops get me than my father catch well. me. Because I didn't want to have to face that—that—that that, that threat. When your mother can say to you, "Wait till your father get ho- gets home," and that means oh. something. That changes a young boy's life. And when you don't have it, you're lost. You're you're out there with no guidance, no nothing. And the first form of discipline you run into, you don't know how to handle it.
1: Oh, just you saying the words, Alec, gave me the shivers all over again because my mother used to say that to me every time I got in trouble. Wait till your father got home. And you're right. Man, come lock me up. Come Take me anywhere. Just don't let Dad get home and get his hands on me. I, I, I can still figure it out to this day. You know what? There's more to this too, Alec. Actually, I brought it up at the beginning of the show. Suicides in this country. Men are four times as likely as women to commit suicides in twenty twenty-two, almost fifty thousand suicides. Why are men so sad, Alec? What what what's missing? What's lost? What's wrong with us?
5: Well, number one, there's an attack on masculinity in this country. We know that. We've seen it. They've emasculated men. Men are afraid to be men, afraid to be proud to be a man. And you also have now uh, women who are making a lot more money than than a lot of times the men that are trying to date them. And so they don't, they feel inferior. They're not the head of the household anymore. And so we've taken apart. The, the man is supposed to be the provider for his family. He's supposed to be out there uh, bringing home the bacon. That's his, always been his role in society, to be the one that the family can rely on, to bring home the... the, the you know the the money and to, to be the guy that they prov- that provides for his family they've taken that away from so many men in this country so they don't have that anymore and a lot of guys are just afraid to be men and so that's a part of it that leads to suicide yes it is men are dominating the the suicide numbers they also dominate the homeless numbers they also dominate the prison numbers so it's like it, it's it's an all out war against men particularly in the western world they don't have their their seat at the table like they once did and uh, that's why you're seeing these numbers spike all over the place
1: You brought up the NYPD earlier, and we haven't done any politics yet, but I I, I saw 2,500 NYPD cops have turned in their badge, Alec, and these aren't only the cops, these are oftentimes the best, most experienced cops. So the NYPD, from my friends at the NYPD, tell me they're experiencing a serious brain drain there, and these these positions are going to be filled by a bunch of brand new diversity hires who don't have any idea what they're doing.
5: Yeah, really the question is why haven't more cops uh, turned in their badges that's really the thing it, it yeah. doesn't surprise me to see this why in the world would you want to be a cop especially in a democrat city right now somewhere like New York City where the the, the criminals that you lock up you see them back out on the street in another week and you're like well wait, why did I even bother locking this guy up and if you do it again you're the one that's in trouble and you you let we saw what happened with Daniel Penny uh, the hero in the subway there that that ended up subduing that, that maniac that was threatening to kill people on the subway what happens Daniel Perry, Penny is arrested and he's booked and so the, the officers are kind of and then you know they don't have the back from uh, from the mayor obviously from the da alvin bragg so what are they doing we're, we're out here trying to protect and serve the community and half the time we're doing our job the community's against us because the mayor has turned everybody against the police defund the police everyone's anti-police and so i'm, I'm not surprised that that many uh, officers and i would expect a lot more to, to turn in their badges in, in the near future
1: Alec, I don't think people understand what happens to a big city's police department when they lose this kind of veterans, the veterans like this, too. Because the positions get filled with people who are less qualified, the police department ends up turning into the big turd everyone thinks it is over time, doesn't it?
5: Yeah, there's no other way for it to go. And that's why you're seeing now, too, they're going to... Who knows now that the scary part is who are the people that you say that they're hiring? They're hiring people not because they're the best person for the job. They're hiring them because of their skin color or because of how they... they, What pronouns they use. That's what they're more concerned about than the guy that's going to be there, the best man to do the job, the best woman to do the job. They're not interested in that stuff anymore. Now it's all about the diversity hire, equity and inclusion and all this stuff that doesn't going to give... Isn't going to give you any results on the street, especially when you have unleashed an entire youth population that grows up with no family structure, no god in their life and now they're out there running rampant on the streets and now you have police officers who don't care and feel like they're justified in what they're doing it's a mess and i don't know how you clean this up unless you get fathers back into the home god back into our society and law back on the street without those three things we're lost
1: how are we going to get god back in our society when the u.s government has apparently declared war on him we have Tranny flags flying from our embassies overseas. We have now foster parents. You have to affirm your child's gender. Christianity is very clearly not the American religion anymore.
5: Yeah. And Christianity has come under attack, just like masculinity has come under attack, just like the nuclear family has come under attack. And you even see it in the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church has been infiltrated by this progressive movement. A lot of Catholics are not happy with Pope Francis and are speaking out against them. We see the things that are going on that would have never taken place in the Catholic Church uh, that we all grew up in. And so, yeah, it's okay to be, and again, that's again too, it's okay to be as racist or a, a, as um, as judgmental as you want against Christians, particularly uh, white Heterosexual male Christians—those guys are the lowest on the totem pole right now—and it's an all-out war against Christianity. And we have to try to uh, right this ship and have faith that we could bring it back. But I don't know how you do it, Jesse. I really don't. It's been so—it's so far gone over the hill that really. I, I don't know how to fix it. I really don't. Other than starting grassroots movement and starting to build our families back up again, take it. You know, when your father brings your kid to church, the likelihood of that kid going to church when he grows up is far more greater than if just the mom brings him to church. So dads, the ones that are present, need to be as present as possible and make sure they're bringing their kids uh, to church and giving them that spiritual factor in their life.
1: Yeah, we do. Alec, my brother, I appreciate you. He has the Alec Lace Show. I highly recommend it. Thank you, my brother. Come back soon. Yeah. All right, we have some military matters we need to discuss, military, foreign policy stuff. We'll get to that in just a moment before we do that. You need a lawyer. Now, 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 I, I hope you don't need one at this exact moment, but you need to have a lawyer on retainer. All right? Normal people now need a lawyer, and this has not been the case for most of my life. For most of my life, you know, it's rich guys that get attorneys on retainer. Oh, I'll talk to my attorney. You know, it's always been that, man, with this justice system going the way it is, that's not good enough anymore. Attorneys for freedom, what do they do? Well, they're an attorney 24 hours a day, seven days a week for you, for a normal person. You carry a weapon? Oh, you probably have that insurance, right? Or the insurance that says, we'll pay for a lawyer if something happens. Those insurance companies just drop you get a real attorney. You have to go to attorneysonretainer.us. Promo code JESSE gets you money off your sign-up fee. But you need an attorney. All of us need one. I do, you do, everybody. All right? We'll be back. I keep hearing that a lot of people are still on the fence about owning gold and silver. Have we already forgotten about the bank closures? Inflation? Global instability? World War III that sadly may be coming? Look now For an exclusive 10% discount That's B-Y-R-N-A dot slash Jesse Alright, let's discuss A couple military matters really quickly Before we check out of here And do some light in the mood stuff And some other things on the show But, but before we get to those things I, I just want to discuss this As you know We have always and will always on this show honor the fallen who died during training accidents. These are people who have always been forgotten and dismissed. We just don't talk about them. We don't honor them the same way we do, you know, the 13 who died in Afghanistan. We honored them, and I'm glad we did. We honored their memory. Flags come back, you know, coffins come back draped in a flag, a memorial, and we honor them, we talk about them, Somebody dies in a training accident, we just kind of blow it off. Oh, man, that's sad. And we kind of blow it off. Osprey just went down off the coast of Japan. At least one person that we know of is dead. There, there may be more, and there probably will be. Rescue efforts are underway. But we just want to, again, honor that person's sacrifice. Honor that person's family. People die during training because military training is necessarily dangerous. It's supposed to be life-threatening. There's no other way to prepare for war without that. So the people who give their lives in training, every bit is heroic, every bit the hero of the people who die in combat. And so we honor that person's memory and we salute them. Now, I just want to, I want to get to this before we get to a couple other things on the show. We keep being attacked. We have these carrier groups over there in the Middle East right now, and however you or I feel about that is unimportant, but they keep getting attacked and harassed. Iran just sent a drone after our carrier, harassed it really, really badly. U.S. positions have been attacked in the Middle East, various positions, various little bases here, camps there, have been attacked 70 times in just the past month. 70 times in just the past month. Now, I'm gonna say something, and I know it's going to sound harsh, and maybe you'll be offended, and I need to be clear, I don't give a crap if you're offended. It is the truth. When you're number one, when you are the most powerful nation on earth, or even if you're not, really, if you're any nation that takes pride in yourself, you cannot, under any circumstances, allow yourself to be attacked without a vicious response. I was actually just reading a book really quickly. Quick side note here on Kit Carson. He was an old Western explorer, mountain man type, doesn't matter. But he would, after he struck out on his own, had his own little farm, little ranch going, on occasion, Indian tribes, many he got along with, many he didn't, on occasion, one would come attack him. And he would, after they left, he would prepare, and he would go, and he would kill a bunch of those Indians. And he said... Look, you have to. If you don't respond, they will come back in droves the next time and wipe you out. They have to know there will be a response or you're going to die. It's simply how people work. It's how the human mind works. Why haven't we done this? Well, the Biden administration, this is according to the New York Times, quote, President, President Biden has rejected more aggressive bombing options proposed by the Pentagon out of fear of provo- provoking a wider conflict with Iran. Now, I don't want a wider conflict with Iran. I'm not one of these types who believes we need to bomb every inch on the planet and invade everywhere. That's very much not me. But not just Iran. Other nations around the world are watching. They're watching our dollar. They're watching our president. They're watching what's happening in our country. And they're wondering to themselves, is America still top dog? America's still running things around here? And when you allow a country like Iran to bomb you, harass you, attack you without a vicious response What you're doing is you're not just telling Iran, you're telling the entire planet, it's open season, baby, come on back. But this is what happens when you elect people who are so selfish. This is what happens when you elect people who never care about the country. The reason the Biden administration doesn't want to provoke Iran or do a response is they don't sit around wringing their hands about America and America's place in the world like you do or I do. All they care about is their poll numbers. I don't want a war here. That'll be bad for my job approval ratings. That's all these people think about all the time. And so now we look like a bunch of sissies and pushovers. Friggin' ugly state of affairs. We still have much, much more to go. As in a hilarious light in the mood involving hot dogs. And we will get to those things in just a moment. Before we get to those things, let's do this. Let's get you out of that timeshare you think you're stuck in. I know you think you're stuck in a timeshare. These timeshare companies lie and they lie and they lie. Oh, sorry, you can't get out. Sorry, you can't get out. But they're lying to you. Lone Star Transfer caught on to this scam forever because I know what happens. You have to pay your annual fees. You have to pay your special assessments. And in some cases, the annual fees have doubled, haven't they? And you just want it to stop. Lone Star Transfer will legally and permanently make it stop. They will legally and permanently get you out of your timeshare. They put it in writing. So what kind of numbers are we talking about? How successful are they? Oh, I don't know. 99% of the time, they're successful. You're not some special case. They've heard it all before. Let them get you out. You're one phone call away from freedom, all right? 844-310-2646, all right? 844-310-2646 or LoneStarTransfer.com. We'll be back. I keep hearing that a lot of people are still on the fence about owning gold and silver. Have we already forgotten about the bank closures? Inflation? Global instability? World War III that sadly may be coming? Look, Now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. All right, it's time to lighten the mood. And uh, I am a big fan of learning new things. You know, I, I like to learn new things. I like to try to improve as much as possible over my life. And I want to applaud... I want to applaud the new technique I learned for getting hot dogs on the grill. See you tomorrow.